Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. This week is my 100th episode. Insert crazy music that I'm not going to insert, but like imagine some or whatever other exciting thing there is. It's kind of huge. Um, To be honest, because I try my best to be honest, I didn't think it was quite a big deal to hit 100 podcast episodes. If we include the bonus episodes, we're at 102, but those don't count. Those aren't numbered. Um, But yeah, I did not feel like it was a big deal until people started telling me, what are you doing to celebrate? And I'm like, oh, I I don't know because I wasn't planning to celebrate. And then that really made me meditate on it. It really made me sit down and think really hard about what it means to do a hundred episodes of a weekly show. And then I was like, oh, I think you guys are right. It's actually quite huge. So now I'm super excited about this. And I wanted to talk about something that related to a hundred, having a hundred podcast episodes and something that can also be relatable to you guys, because this is not just about me. It's about me helping and guiding you guys through my experiences, my learnings and my all around life. So yeah, this episode, this week, we're going to be talking about vulnerability And when I really look back on my journey of podcasting and not just podcasting, but also just this version of myself that I've become, and she's quite lovely, actually, um, I tend to get in the headspace of I still have more work to do, so do that work. And I've spoken about this a lot, about the importance of celebrating yourself, but To be honest, this whole 100th episode stuff has really had me not just thinking about the podcast, but thinking about my life. And I can say with confidence that when I started this journey in 2019, when I quit my job, when I wanted to do my own thing, when I wanted to write a book and just become an entrepreneur, I am the woman that I wanted to be two years ago. And that's quite a big deal. Like, it's actually huge. (laughs) But yeah, I'm the person who I wanted to be. Now, sitting here, I'm thinking of who I want to be a year from now, six months from now, by the end of this year, five years from now. But it's important to really take time to step back and think about how much I've grown. And I'm talking about me because this is the 100th episode, but you guys also, of course, take the time to look back on how much you've grown, how much you've transitioned in whatever process or state you're in and how much you've overcome, how much you've undertaken and how much you've accomplished. Because trust me, when you do that whole look back reflection type of thing, you'll realize that you've actually done quite a bit. And when I think about my life in the past two years the one theme that kept coming back to me over and over and over again was vulnerability it's just what it's been (laughs) it's what what I've had to do it's who I've 
who I represent. And I've been listening to uh, and reading a lot of Brene Brown. If you don't know who that is, please go listen to her TED Talk on vulnerability. It will shake your world because it's that amazing. But she really talks about the importance of vulnerability and the fact that vulnerability is what actually leads to courage and it's impossible to talk about courage and even have courage at all without being vulnerable because when you put yourself out there in a way that makes you uncomfortable, that is what courage is. So if you don't really ever step off on the ledge, you're never going to have courage. And one of my favorite sayings that I I guess created is like having my goal is to have the type of faith to make me walk off the edge edges of cliffs and land in purpose. And I think that's what I've been doing. So when it relates to vulnerability and brings it back to this podcast and this being my hundredth episode, there were a few things that really stuck out and they were the places and the ways that I was vulnerable with you guys week in and week out for a hundred weeks for us to be in this place. Right. And the first one is that I showed up every single week and that might not sound vulnerable or courageous, but trust me, especially in the beginning, in the inception of this, in the times when it would take me about 40 takes to finish a 15-minute episode. It took a lot for me to show up every week. I used to dread it, and it was it was almost like a chore. Of course, at the end, when I finally got it out and I mismatched or mis- yeah, mismatched, I think that's the word. If it's not, when I compiled a few dozen clips together to make a cohesive episode and finally put it out and close my eyes, um, yeah, it, it took a lot. And what was even painful was the fact that sometimes I would think, yes, this is the episode. This is the one that's going to shake the tables. This is the one that's going to get me monetized. This is the one everybody needs to listen to. They're going to find it and they're going to enjoy it. And I would, when I finally got the discipline to no longer obsessively check my numbers multiple, if not dozens, dozens of times a day, when I got to the point where I checked maybe every two, three days or so, and it's like three listens. It was gut wrenching. It was, it was, it felt embarrassing. It felt like I wasn't good enough or that I shouldn't continue doing this, but I continued to show up week in and week out. Um, I think you guys can probably tell my personality by now because you know more of it. It's, this is much less stiff. It's not the way it was in the beginning when I was really over reading because I didn't know how to speak to a mic, (laughs) but I thought I could because I know how to speak to people. And that was one of the struggles, right? So yeah, the first thing was, showing up every week and I just hope that whatever you guys are doing whatever you're into you continue to show up for yourself and for the people who you're connected to because yes I don't necessarily get the hundreds of thousands of millions of views or listens I guess I should say that I would hope for but I have had people personally 
contact me and tell me that my episodes have done something for them. It's been the shift they needed. It's activated something in them. And that's the influence I want. So if I had given up after I thought I killed it and I got two and a half listens, we wouldn't be here today, right? And that's the courage to keep going in that vulnerability of I'm putting myself out there and I hope people like it. Um, another way that I've been vulnerable for these hundred weeks is that I've failed constantly. <laughs> I I don't feel like every episode is the best. Um, I'll never lie to you guys and say that to be the case. There are some episodes where I'm like, oh my gosh, am I really going to speak on this? How can I even get 10 minutes of content from this? This is trash. But I cringe and I commit. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. I cringe and I commit because I've committed to this work. And oddly enough, the episodes where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm even bored of listening to myself. I don't think this is good. I have like, I'm doing the work. I think it's great content, but I don't think I'm presenting it properly. Those are actually the episodes that people will personally contact me and be like, that spoke to me. And I'm like, wow, thank God it spoke to you because I really wasn't hearing it. It was not it for me, but yeah, I fail constantly and I cringe and I commit. And the worst part about it or... I think a wonderful part about it, if I'm being honest with myself and the whole vulnerability is that I've been trying to really share with you guys a lot. And that leads into the third thing that the third way, I guess, that I've been very vulnerable is that I'm I'm honest. Like sometimes honesty is the hardest thing to do because there are so many competing voices trying to justify with good reason why you shouldn't speak on certain topics, why you shouldn't talk about certain things, why you shouldn't relay so much information. And I've learned that the way I connect with people is through my stories and through my experiences. Like I would love to be that person who can come up with the best anecdotal um, advice without ever connecting or tying it back to my personal experiences. But it doesn't work for me and I doubt it ever will. So I will share. I will continue to share and sometimes I will overshare, but we move. <laughs> we continue and we push and I'm learning, I guess, the fine lines between giving what people need and giving too much. And there, of course, have probably been times, not even probably, there have absolutely been times where I've given too much, but that's part of the growth process, right? It's part of showing up consistently is showing up and showing too much, putting it out there because you need to. And then the next day, continuing again, week after week until you get to where you're meant to be. So yeah, that's it. Be honest. And the next one is listen, but not too much. <laughs> And this is where the vulnerability really kicked in because when you're doing something new and novel, there tends to be a lot of goodwilled, good intention people giving you advice on how you should do your stuff. And 
when you're growing, you need to listen to some people. You need wise counsel. You guys know how I feel about wise counsel. It's very, very important to have people around you who can motivate you and help you and guide you. But at the same time, you need to step out there on your own. You need to try some new things. Don't just take somebody's formula and try to apply it to yourself because it's not going to work. The you factor is missing or the them factor is missing, right? Like if I take somebody's stuff and try to do it and tell you guys to, or expect you guys to appreciate or gravitate towards it the way you've gravitated towards someone else, it's not just the A, B, and Cs of what they've, they're doing. It's the I guess we can call it magic dust of who they are, their energy, their ambiance, their spirit, their light, their talents and their gifts that are being applied that's elevating the ABC steps, right? So when it came to this, there were a lot of times where people are like, why don't you do a bi-weekly episode? Why don't you bring on guests? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I was like, thank you, but respectfully, no. And it, it's one of those risks where if people give you advice and it appears sound and you decide to do your own thing and you fail, it's, it's terrifying. And sometimes you want the safety net of having other people to talk to or to depend on or to be guidance to you. But there is something very, very important about going deaf to the opinions and stepping out on your own, come what may. And if come what may is success, fantastic. And if come what may is failure, you dust yourself off, you pivot and you continue and you show up every single week, right? And one of the things I've learned is that when you listen to people, be sure to listen to people who know you well, know what you represent, have good intentions and and or are doing similar things to you because there are a lot of people who aren't doing much but say a lot and if you start to allow all of these voices to really permeate and penetrate and just overtake you it's it's going to be a lot of nothing you're going to go in 10 different directions every single week you're never going to find your flow you're never going to be able to pivot and adjust and that leads into the last bit of vulnerability which was, or continues to be, commit to the work no matter how sloppy. And I'm going to repeat that one more time. Con- commit to the work no matter how sloppy. It, it will get refined over time. And for those of you who have listened to my podcast from episode one, bless, bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I am so, so grateful And if you look at, if you were to go back to episode 26, you'll see the cover art is just literally my T logo and says the Tokes Talks podcast, because that's all I could do. That's all I could do with my Adobe seven day trial and my lack of knowledge and my lack of pictures and everything. And if I had allowed not having perfect graphics to stop me, I didn't get a better, which was still eh, a better (laughs) cover art until episode 27. You know, that's 27 weeks. That's over half a year. That's over six months of waiting on perfect. You guys don't even want to know the laptop that I started on. You don't want to know my setup. You don't want to know the $22 microphone that I bought. And I had a little pop stand. I, 
I didn't know where to do the episode. So I would do it in my mom's walk-in closet on top of a bunch of boxes sitting on the floor to try and elevate things. I did that for maybe like 12 weeks. And with the cover art, when I finally decided, oh, it's time for me to get more cover art, what I did was I went to a fabric store down the street and I literally bought, I think about four or five different colors of fabric. And I bought about three yards of each, taped them up to the wall with painter's tape and made my sister take pictures of me. Then I took those pictures, tried but struggled to cut out the the background and I use them for different things. Like even right now, currently on my website, some of those pictures are still there. And I took that picture and I used it for the podcast cover art that you guys currently see. Well, not anymore because we have a new one, but yes, I used it for that. And I think at that point I had taken my sister's email address and gotten another Adobe seven day trial so that I could really use the Photoshop and Illustrator to create this cover art. And I thought it was fantastic for DIY, but now looking back and you guys can have clearly been struggling through it. The picture is ridiculously blown out and overexposed. Um, it's, it wasn't great work, but what did I do? I didn't allow that to stop me. I remember the laptop I used initially was my sister's old laptop from high school. It was about eight, if not more years old. And literally it was so slow that it would take me 15 minutes to open GarageBand, 15 minutes. So if I knew I wanted to record and I had to record in my mom's closet so people couldn't be home, I didn't have good sound. And even now my sound's probably not the best, but we're growing, right? So I would have to open her laptop about 20 minutes early, make it start up, then click on GarageBand after everything that it's starting up and then finally get it working. And sometimes I'd hit record and it would lag, it would freeze up. It was horrible, but I kept going because I was committed to the work. And there were times where, of course, I was probably embarrassed about the work I was producing because I didn't feel like it was up to par. And maybe that fell into my lack of marketing or pushing for the podcast to grow, but I showed up. And as I've gone, I've been refining. Like even right now, my new cover art, it's much brighter. <laughs> I was telling my sister that maybe the other one was kind of dark because emotionally I was in a dark place. I wasn't that happy. Um, As you guys know, if you don't know, go listen to Post Traumatic Growth Part 1. I don't even know what episode number that was, but that was at the end of 2019. It was a tough time. So I wasn't doing any, I didn't want it to be bright. I wanted it to be what I thought sultry, <laughs> but it was blown out, overexposed and uninspiring. But now I've created something new. And even this one, I DIY'd myself. If you go on my Instagram, you'll see the original picture that I took with a $30 ring light phone setup and a little camera, um, a little Bluetooth remote control. And I took it on the floor in our hallway upstairs and I cut out the background and I used it. And maybe at episode 200, we'll change it again. But I am committed to the work. And that means that I'm going to put out things sometimes that are not cute. Some people will look and look at my work and look at somebody else's and think it's much more refined. I even look at my work and look at somebody else's and think theirs is much more refined. But I keep going and that's where the vulnerability comes. That's where the courage comes. And I think that's what makes me likable. 
because I'm not sitting here trying to fake the fluff. I'm not sitting here trying to tell you guys that this is so easy that you can do it. Um, you can do it with just a little bit of work. I'm telling you guys that it feels uncomfortable, but we press on regardless because that's what we need to do. Courage is married to vulnerability you're never gonna feel cur you're never gonna experience courage if you don't put yourself out there and this is in business this is in love this is in life and you guys already know what i say about risk which is the exact same thing right everything that's great is on the other side of risk as well as everything that's painful and absolutely terrifying but it's worthwhile like if somebody would have told me that i would reach 100 episodes i'd be like bruh you're a liar if i get to 60 kudos to me. I've tried my best. I'm going to hang up my hat, hang up my mic and headphones and I'll call it a day. But little by little, week after week, I've been showing up and you guys have been showing up for me, which is huge. Um, I'm not going to get super sappy today, <laughs> but I truly appreciate it. I, I appreciate you guys supporting me, coming and listening to what I'm saying taking my stories and applying it to your own lives, taking my advice and using it towards your own greatness. It's my duty to serve. It's my pleasure to serve. And it's been my pleasure to serve you guys for these past 100 weeks. And we move, we continue. I'll continue to do this. As long as you guys want me to be here, I will be here as long as I feel purpose to be here. As long as there is one listen a week, we move. I'll be here for you guys. So thank you guys so, so, so much. Here's to 100, 200, 300 more. For now, I'm going to continue on this weekly basis. I have a few things lined up. I'll be talking to you guys about a few offerings I have next week. And yeah, <laughs> it's been fun. It's been a whirlwind adventure. I used to think I'd run out of ideas, but like, no, I don't <laughs> like, which is crazy and exciting, but yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being with me, celebrating me, encouraging me, sending me beautiful emails, asking me questions. If you guys have a topic you want me to talk about, something you want me to hint on, please, please, please bring it up. I would love to, because I am here to serve you guys and give you the most beneficial content possible. And with that, we'll get into the words to live by for this week, which are celebrate yourself for showing up. And that's what I'm doing for the rest of this week. <laughs> I showed up every single week. I showed up when my throat was hurting, showed up when I didn't feel like it. Sometimes I would not know what to write about because my schedule for podcasting if you guys don't know I don't know if I've ever shared this is that I usually if I get an idea I have a few podcast ideas in the works so I write down an idea but then on Monday prior to the podcast I formally write out the episode sometimes it's jot notes sometimes it's more intense if I have like really important points that I really want to touch on but if not it's really go with the flow my notes are super short and then on Tuesday Usually in the evening, I end up recording the episode and I set it up to be posted for Wednesday at midnight if possible. But there have been weeks where Tuesday night I was writing the podcast because I was panicking. I didn't know what to write. I felt like I was running out of ideas. I got scared. And then on 
Wednesday morning with a frog in my throat, I record a janky podcast because I promised you guys every Wednesday that we'll be here. And that is enough to celebrate. (laughs) I think we wait for the grandiose like me. I didn't even think this was worth celebrating, but now I'm about to, I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to like eat a steak and probably post an epistle on social media where you guys should follow me. You can follow me at Tokes Talks everywhere. Instagram, um, Twitter, (laughs) Clubhouse. Recently, I just created a TikTok, but all I do there is read poetry. So if that's what you'd love to see, please follow me there as well. Yes, Tokes Talks everywhere. But I, I'm proud of myself for showing up and I hope you guys can find something to celebrate because it's not always the big things we need to celebrate. It's the little things, showing up, waking up every day, doing what you need to do doing what you have to do even when you don't want to do it that is worth acknowledging and worth hyping and bigging up so yeah thank you guys so 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 much for listening if you guys are loving these episodes what i will ask you something that's free 99 is to please just share it with a friend like it review it if you're on itunes or apple podcasts let's spread the word like as I'm continuing to grow I'd love to make as much impact as humanly possible you can also congratulate me if you'd like to on Instagram and just tag me and I will repost it but yes thank you guys so 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 much for listening have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday bye